I like gin and ginger ale. Ooh, a seven That's and really seven. Good. Oh, ooh, yeah. I just found a fourteen, um, a really... as they call them around here. <laughs> oh, they do not. They do. It's like I want a fourteen. <laughs> That's weird. So this is going to be an interesting episode because we only have one game to talk about, <laughs> and not a ton of, <clears throat> not a ton of news. And of course, I wasn't able to watch the game yet, unfortunately. Oh. So. Oh, it was frustrating. You it guys was... are going to be. The stars of the show, as always, because nobody likes me. They only listen to hear <laughs> Veronica and Beth, of course. Right. Duh. I mean, geez. Holy cow. Duh. <laughs> and I'm not a big um, break the game down person, but just sort of talk about oh, yeah. things. Right? Yeah, that's fine. Yeah. I mean, we'll do yeah, what okay. we always do. Yeah. I wasn't okay. asking for the play-by-play. I just want to know what was awesome and what wasn't awesome. Ooh, okay. <laughs> Carrie Price. Wait, no, not yet. Yeah, okay, we'll save it. Okay. Okay, okay, okay. So, with that being said, five, four, <laughs> three, That's a oh, 2001 yeah. Space Odyssey. Space Odyssey. <laughs> and that is, isn't that the planets by, uh, what's his nuts? No. Um. <laughs> that was no, uh, the- Gustav Holst. No, that was uh, written specifically for uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. Okay. Oh, However. Uh, oh, it's not the- Jupiter, by the <laughs> No, it's not. Okay. Well, drops it Jupiter. Uh, in a, hey, 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 air. So, from 2001: Space Odyssey to Gustav Holst to Train, we now bring you the Happy Hour. <laughs> My name is David OJ, and I'm at Metal Dave Zero One on Twitter, and I'm joined as always by. <gasps> yeah. Hi. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> God. <laughs> Um, I'm Beth, and I'm at Eliza underscore B-E-T-H-A-N on Twitter. And Veronica! Yeah! I am at C-H-I-L-E underscore Pepper on Twitter. And we are the Happy Hour, at Happy Hour on Twitter. So, um, (laughs) to wrap out, to wrap up what we were just talking about, um... You might be right, actually, Beth. Jupiter, uh, like, he's like the king of javility or whatever it is. That might be a part of uh, 2001 Space Odyssey. But that particular scene when it's, like, panning out and there's the Earth and the babies, the fetuses in the Earth, that's that's the movie soundtrack. Okay. In particular. I... Um, think that movie's freaking crazy. I still don't understand. It is it really good. At 31 really years old, good. no idea what the hell is going on. But I am also an avid listener to the Planet Suite by Gustav Holst. I love that piece of work. Right. I there. have it on vinyl. It's amazing. Oh, so amazing. I found Mars. it at a. I found a used version at a record store that I used to love in college, and it's one of my most prized. Oh yeah, versions. Mars, bringer of war. What a piece of work that is. That was one of my favorite tracks for a while there. Music so, recommendations with the happy hour. Absolutely. I just asked. Um, I just asked Siri what that song was that Andrew Shaw is singing to, uh, dancing to by the pool. Oh, it's by Egyptian. I've never heard. Really? Heard of this? 
Egyptian. But the song is good. Huh. That is also okay. So now Has on to. Have ever heard of Egyptian? <laughs> on to uh, to Habs yeah. news. <laughs> what was that from Andrew or Domi's? <laughs> it's from Max. It was Max's Instagram story. Oh, that's hilarious. And it was so funny. Like, it was. I, just, I was on my phone and I said, I saw Max just added to his story and I'm like, oh, let's go see. And I started, I could not stop laughing. He's ridiculous. Oh my God. Shaw Andrew by Shaw. himself. Oh my God. <laughs> so what a freaking party <laughs> that guy is. I want to hang out with him. Yeah, so, Me too. So to, to put it all into context for the listeners, uh, <laughs> really follow these guys on Twitter because they're having a blast. And Domi, Tatar, yeah. and uh, Shaw are all just hanging out by the pool. And Domi's just recording just the random nonsense that they're doing and just having a grand old time in Tampa, which I'm happy for because um, the yes. game in Nashville was not a happy time, apparently. I no. have not been able to watch the game yet. But Veronica has, and Beth, did you watch it? I did watch okay, it. Okay, okay. So, so they're going to be our eyes on the ground in the future <laughs> since this happened in the past, and right. we are in, and we are in the now, the present. What's happening which now? Is now the past is now. Well, what happened then? <laughs> we just missed it. When? <laughs> just now. Oh, just now. <laughs> Let's go see Mr. Coffee. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, this is a good one. I like this. So, um, no, it's good that oh, the guys yeah. are are cutting loose in Tampa because Tampa's gonna be another huge game. Oh. And um Oh my god. Just it's 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 getting to that point now where the Habs in the standings, they're now even keel with most of the league on games played finally. So we can finally put that stupid narrative to rest. Yes. Games in hand. Games in hand. Blah, 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 whatever. We are now equal to it. And, of course, freaking Toronto's now, like, six points ahead of us. It's like, god damn it. A week what? ago. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, I know. Two, it was two wins in the overtime win against the Habs, and now they're pew, they're up there. And now the Habs are um in the wild card spot with with the Penguins uh tripping on, I mean, um, just nibbling away at it as they Breathing do. down their, yeah, nipping at their heels yeah breathing the, breathing down their necks yeah i was going to yeah. say like chewing on their bum but i'm like mm. <laughs> that's not that's not the that's no. not the, the speech right there no that's people no. don't say that nope nope that's weird that you thought of right you, we'll that's see what you came up with i thought of it and i'm like i shouldn't say that but then i'm like well <laughs> let me tell people i didn't want to say say it and then say, I'm innocent of all charges. <laughs> so, all right. So, so, um. <clears throat> Dave, there's a, you're a lot of things, but innocent is not one of them. No. I am so innocent. Guilty. I am so just naive and blase. Uh, <laughs> Veronica and I have both been to a bar with you. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. No and he's actually, he is actually, an, he's a saint, I must say. You are very well behaved. I am. People always think I'm like some sort of monster online. It's like I would see where people get this idea of me from, please. I'm so nice. No one ever said you weren't nice. Well, true. I don't know of how many people think I'm a monster either. I honestly don't know. Just... Let's do a poll. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah. Remind me afterwards and I'll I'll get it out there. Okay. I'll put it on for a day and we'll do it. So, all right. The 
the Nashville Predators game was yesterday. And, of course, uh, the thing about going up against the Predators is that it's going to be the, the usual narrative. It's going to be the whole PK blah, blah, versus Weber blah, thing. Blah. And all those and all those uh, stories are going to come out. Um, which makes those games super infuriating and just annoying. And it's the, and at the same time, those, those narrative-heavy games are ones that the Habs got to win just to shut it down. Now, however... I I didn't see too much of that of that particular narrative happening as often as I would have expected it to. So I'm kind of hoping and it it's been but it's been like decreasing as time goes on and it's good. Yeah. I'd rather that be the case. I'd rather it just be any other NHL game. Uh but um just given the because you know, the superstars it's a different is. story. And it is. It, they're not even in our conference. Oh, see, no. Yes. <laughs> Anyway, I think because, as people know, I have every form of uh, P.K. Subban, Subban, P.K., Pernell Carl, the whole Preds, all of them, uh, all of those terms are muted on Twitter. So I am sort of spared most of that insanity. But these things, they sneak through sometimes. But I, I will agree with you, Dave, that it seems to have abated. Like people people have realized that... Um, Sorry, my dog just distracted me. People have realized hi, that. Uh, hi, Lucky. Lucky. That that. Oh, here she is. Hello. <laughs> that um. <laughs> that uh. That sort of topic. Most people aren't down with it, and it's just enough already. So that's good. It is hi. good. Just getting yeah. sick of it. The trade's now what yeah. three years old now. Gonna be. Yeah. yeah, about to be. Yeah, about to be yeah. three years old, and it's it's fine. Subban's good for the Preds. Weber's awesome for the Habs. And, and it was um, his nine, 900th game yesterday. That's right. Can you guys yeah. believe if he wasn't injured, we might be in his – we might. Uh, my math's a little fuzzy here. We might be in his 1,000th game <laughs> this season. Um. Barely. No, I don't – think so because he still has 100 games to go before that and there's only 82 in a season well okay so maybe if veronica listened to me <laughs> maybe no. if i understood what you were saying no no if he wasn't injured forever yeah. oh i yes not just this year no I'm no okay no so yeah. like that's the whole thing if he hadn't been injured for the habs he might have been uh you know getting it this yeah. this year he might get it at the tail end of next season which will be super yeah. exciting just in time for yes. playoffs again and um <laughs> he'll have that silver stick energy yes which yeah. is cool so yeah. now before talking about the game i wanted to shed some light on an article that was put together by the habs uh in regards <laughs> to weber and coming back to nashville and his buddy mike mcguire yeah. Did you guys check out this article? Yes. No. I saw it, but I didn't. I'm sorry. No, no, it's okay. So since Veronica does know about it, do you want to shed some light on it for those that are not aware? Yeah. So <clears throat> I read it very quickly, and I didn't realize that I had to know it for this podcast. But um, so Surprise. Mike McGuire is a <laughs> – is an old friend of Shay's from his Nashville playing days. And he remained a big fan of Shay's 
even after Shay got traded to the Habs. And he's still very close with Shay. They text each other and they're in touch. And Shay sends him uh, jerseys. And, and um, he's also, Mike is also really good pals with Pekka. And, and uh, so it, it, it's it's kind of adorable because he does get conflicted when it does come to the Preds playing the Habs because he's got to wear two articles of clothing, <laughs> one for each of his favorite players. But it's just a really sweet friendship that's that's endured despite um, time and distance and everything else. And uh, he's a really special person to Shay and Shay is very special to Mike. And I just thought it was a really sweet um, story of friendship. Check. Right, right, yeah. and um, one of the uh, one mm-hmm. of the things about uh, the article too is that uh, Mike does um, does have a Down syndrome, and I believe it says that he also performs in the Special Olympics. And oh, yeah, I did see that part. That. Yep, 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 and uh, miss the Special Olympics part. No, and that's just oh, one of the things that's uh, really great about it. Shay goes out of his way to meet up with him whenever he goes to Nashville, and that's always super yeah. nice. And, you know, just as as with any of uh, uh, any player from any team, uh, practically, when they go out into the community and keep up with these uh, connections that they have with people, it's just really special, and it makes the sport uh, that much more uh, accessible, you know, to everybody because uh, everybody's important. For example, also, and this is completely off the top of my head, uh, Galchenyuk and good lord, mm. Mm, if I can remember that sweet girl that he, um... Oh! Yes. <laughs> I don't know this story. If I can um... just recall her name. She, like, uh, Galchenyuk is this girl's, like, favorite player, and he's always, like, meeting her, even when he comes back to Montreal as a as a coyote now as well. If only I can remember her name. I'll look it up. I'm sorry. Uh. <laughs> well, and that's the thing Charlotte about meeting Rose. your heroes. Yeah, Charlotte Rose. I don't know the story, or maybe I did. And I when Galchenyuk it. met Girl Chenyuk. <laughs> yep, old. Yep, four-year-old Charlotte Rose. That's right. That's the one there. And so Galchenyuk, too. You know, whenever he comes back to Montreal, he, you know, goes out of his way to meet up with her. Oh my lord. She's adorable. Yes, She's she so is. cute. Oh my god. So She's a... very cute. At mm-hmm. a Hanukkah party hosted by, by High Lifeline Montreal, a charity for children who suffer from serious illnesses. She has a metabolic disorder. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And they're they're good buddies. Oh my god, she's so cute. Yeah, it's 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 a responsibility when you're a role model like that. Absolutely. Um, I, you know, and ideally you'd, you'd be, um, sort of consistent with your persona, you know, and being the same way in person that you are in public. You know what I mean? Um, it's a really big deal, especially to kids. Oh, yeah. And it's so, it's so important. Yeah. No, certainly so. Because I mean, uh, like um how to talk about this like people always you know the whole conversation about the all-star game you know what i mean and yeah. i think i mentioned that actually i probably did mention this in uh podcast past uh where uh, weber you know nobody from the habs could 
get represented at the uh, All-Star game this this past year with Carey Price dropping out of it. So I think the Habs highlighted the time when Shea Weber broke uh, the record that uh, Zidane Chara did. Or, no, no, he won the hardest shot for that particular mm-hmm. year when he, was, when he was captain of the Predators and they had the All-Star game in Nashville. Yeah. When Weber was taking those shots, I mean, all along the boards, what was it? It was all kids. All kids. Yeah. And that's important. Um, you know, hockey is kind of like um, – ah, damn it. I love that figure of speech, but I can't use it. Uh, hockey is <laughs> kind of the forgotten sport in North America compared to basketball and, and American football and everything. So it's good to – In the States. In the States. Yes, yes, yes. In the States. In my environment. And Beth's a little bit as well, I think. <laughs> but, you know, got to start early when it comes to that. So being responsible, being a, a good, thoughtful uh, leader in a community, uh, being a good role model, as Veronica said, are always incredible traits for any person to have, but especially people that are in the spotlight and are heroes to these kids. So that's And particularly good. because it's a privilege. Oh, yes. You know, it's a privilege and it should be it should be treated as such. I don't mean that everybody's got to be a saint, but if you are a role model, and I do believe that it's sort of the mandate of the Montreal Canadiens to have this um, philanthropic presence and, and, you know, like you see these kids who meet Carrie Price after a game or that little boy that had... Um, diabetes that met max domi after a game he had the sign saying i've got type one and max met him after the game and that sort of thing that that's that will stay with boy forever like that it's a it's a it's an awesome responsibility i don't want to sort of um hyperbolize it but it is and i've heard stories about um uh you know sort of hockey role models i heard a particular story about an old timer um that i shall not name but somebody met that person one time and was so utterly disappointed in this person's sort of character that it it changes everything like i don't i think I think you still have to be who you are. Like you shouldn't act like you're somebody that you're not, but ideally you would try to be a good ambassador because it's not just, it's not just the hockey team for a lot of these people. Like for a lot of these kids, these, these people are heroes. Like they're looking up to the Montreal Canadians and, you know, they're sort of folk heroes around Montreal in particular. Um, And anyway, I just, I find that it's, it's, such a big deal and it's especially for kids who are so impressionable and yeah anyway i'm yeah yeah. i can pivot a little bit and try to make this more about the Habs since that is what we do (laughs) no 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 and all that's super important though it's all you know just talking about uh sports and the celebrity of the sports person in general or the athlete in general it's um it's a big responsibility like you said now when it comes to montreal i recall reading an article years ago and Again, I probably mentioned this in the past, but there was, for some time, there was a class offered at either McGill or one of the other colleges uh, in Montreal, which was a full course about the 
dichotomy between religion in the province of Quebec and fandom of the Montreal Canadiens. And how the two kind of intermingled a little bit, especially in like the uh, uh, 40s, 50s, and 60s, and 70s a little bit. Whereas there was a there was a quote from that article that stuck out in my mind that said that somebody that touched La Saint Flanelle, the holy jersey, would be cured of blind blindness. <laughs> like very, oh very just wow. because of the immensity of Le Glorio, you know, the glorious, you know, the the Montreal Canadiens at the time. Uh, they were such a dominant team that people looked at them with such. Uh, what's the word there reverence reverence and yeah pretty much reverence would be the the word and awe so it's just it's it's such so that's why you know with the the habs uh i don't think it's quite that crazy now it's more of like a crazy sports fandom even though it's when you talk about uh montreal uh, sports and the craziness of uh, the local population, myself included, and everyone else I know that's a Habs fan. Um, it means a lot. So having well, and further the philo- the yeah. philanthropic, what is it there? Yeah. Philanthropy? Yeah. So Philanthropy. You were the first time, I think. Yeah. Perhaps. I couldn't remember. Philanthropy. Yeah. Philanthropy. Mm-hmm. So having the Montreal Canadiens uh, commit themselves to so many um, – Actions around the the city of Montreal, especially with the children's hospital, uh, with the uh, the 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 blue blanc rouge uh, rings that they have around, which was something that uh, some of the Montreal players went to this this week past uh, to you know play with some kids there as a surprise for guys. You know, it's all of that all culminates into an organization that is well respected inside and outside Quebec. Well, and don't forget, remember a couple of months ago when we were talking about how the Habs, um, how Paul Byron and Brendan Gallagher and Shea Weber went to visit that football team that had gone, you know, undefeated in their season. And as soon as they walked into that room, you overheard, you could hear the guy going, (gasps) Shea Weber. (laughs) That's right. Oh, my God, he's here. Mm -hmm. And it's just like, yep. I was going to say, and if I can put myself on the spot, when I when I met a bunch of the guys in Vegas. I saw Carey Price walking by. I mentioned this on Twitter, and I think I'm a I'm a few months older than 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 Mr. Price. And I was like, oh, and my mom's like, who is that? I'm like, shut up, mom. And I started running. I was like, excuse me, Mr. Price, sir. And I literally the words out of my mouth, and you know, I got the the picture, and I got to say a little bit of reverence to him. But it's like the bearing of these guys is uh is immense and it's really great you're, you're almost six months older than him dave exactly see we would have him and i would have been classmates <laughs> in high school <laughs> oh I, my god it's pretty crazy I, to did think I about tell the story <laughs> did i ever tell the story on this podcast about um my former boss um meeting john bellavaro no that doesn't oh, yeah. at all decades ago obviously um when Bellavo was still a player he um the whole team went down underneath the forum to go to their cars and get their cars from the parkade or whatever and um John Bellavo came down and you know the team sort of proceeded to their cars and there were 
some fans there. So, you know, they signed a few autographs and everything else. And then everybody else just kind of took off and went their own ways. And John Bellavote um, went to take this door out of the parkade. And he was told by staff, no, no, if you go that way, um, there's tons of people out there. Like, you're, you're, it's going to take you forever to get home. And he turned around and he goes, I know. And he went and out that door and there was throngs of fans there and he talked to everybody and he signed everybody's autograph and this is after playing a game I don't know if they're what if they won or lost but it's that sort of thing like you know he could have said okay I signed my 20 autographs I'm gonna get home now I'm tired but he made a point of going to where all of the people were waiting I thought it was cool that's really cool that's incredible And, yeah. you know, of course, speaking about the philanthropy, damn it, philanthropy, <laughs> philanthropy, one more time, philanthropy, philanthropy, the philanthropy, yeah. fuck, philanthropy, <laughs> <laughs> it's a long word, philanthropy, it's a long word. Of, how come I can't um, get that, philanthropy, you just said it, I know yeah. I did, I just said it twi- twice, but if I have to say it in a sentence, like, oh, look at the philanthropic, blah, 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 blah. the philanthropy, 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 Philip, that's it, Philip Phil, that's for computer, show me philanthropy, damn it, <laughs> Philanthropy. Just say it slowly. Philanthropy. Philanthropy. It's thropy, not not pre. It's philanthropy. I can read it in my head, but then when it goes from my head to my mouth, it just doesn't like it. The philanthropy of the Montreal Canadiens. You said it. Can probably be summed up in, well, no, like the birth of it was with Jean Beliveau, I would want to say. It was. I mean, especially when it comes to the uh, the Montreal, uh, the the children's organization, the Montreal Children's Hospital mm-hmm. in particular mm-hmm. with their uh, annual visit to, uh, it, during the Christmas time to the hospital. That was all Jean Beliveau. Monsieur Beliveau, actually. And not just at Christmas. And not just at Christmas. No. Yeah. So. Yeah. So thank Not you. Not always with cameras, but at Christmas, yes. Yes. So merci, Jean Beliveau, for the oui, philanthropy oui. that you <laughs> yeah! brought the uh, Montreal Canadiens into. Good job, into. Dave. <sighs> Good job. Congratulations. Fucking eight years of speech <laughs> therapy for this shit. <laughs> philanthropy. Well, as our beloved Ashley would say, words are hard. I am going to. I'm going to hit up Ashley and take like an adult course of whatever she does because I'm going to need it soon. <laughs> Jesus Christ! All right, so, so with all that out of the way, oh my God, I didn't even think we'd be talking about anything like that. Um, let's talk about the game. So, what happened to our beloved Habs in Nashville? What went on? Well, the first period sucked. There was no scoring um, until halfway through the game. Yeah, there was no scoring in the first period. The Habs were out shot 18 to 6 or something ludicrous like that. Um, Now, I know it sounds silly, and Mm. I know I'm going to be, it's going to sound like I'm a homer. Uh Uh-oh. Not you. To my my eyeballs, the Habs didn't look like they were, quote-unquote, outplayed or outclassed in that game. 
despite the fact that in the second period alone, the Habs had 22 shots. Um, I didn't, I didn't think that like the, the, the predators were running around the ice and having their way with the Habs. The Habs had some really good chances. Um, the ice, by the way, it was horrible. People were falling down and wiping it out all over the so place. It was so bad, and the lighting was bad. It was so oh, the lighting dark. Was so bad. It looked yellow in there, and yeah. besides all the yellow <laughs> helmet, oh, their uniform. Yeah. But it was just like it looked like they'd made the ice out of pee. Yes, pee. <laughs> yeah, pee. <laughs> 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 That's a lot of pee. So of much. Pee. <laughs> Just oodles. Um, oodles the, of pee. In the second period there was an there was an unsure, uh, un- unfortunate tur- turnover. Our buddy Joe Drouin and uh, uh, just a really, really costly error that directly led to the first goal by the Predators. Um, third period, Thomas Tata scored a beauty from uh, a pass from Andrew Shaw. That is one that you're going to want to watch, Dave. That was, oh my it God. was awesome. It Excellent. was beautiful. Um, and then the Preds scored twice more and they lost and that was it. Yeah. Right. I can't even yeah. get mad about Brian Boyle scoring. Well, I was like, Brian Boyle scored. He doesn't score a lot. No, he doesn't. Bad that he did. Yeah, he doesn't. Yeah. I, I love Brian Boyle. He is a lovely human being, he and is. he's a hero. But come on, <laughs> like Brian. I'm like, couldn't you have waited till game six? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, I'm just I'm just looking anyway. at some of the stats uh, going on here. Poor Gallagher and Deneau did not have the greatest of nights, both registering at a negative three or a minus three. Uh, yeah, in their respective oh. things. Uh, Our sweet baby eagle had an off night. Oh no, kidding! Oh, that's the yeah. first of the season then. Yeah, yeah. I want to say the second, the only other off night. Night, like serious off night that I can say objectively was an off night was I believe their no their the their win in Boston it was not a great night for Kotka. Was that the their the, win and bought the first win in Boston the first, after the game when the when he high fived the coaches and they looked at each other. He, I think it was overtime. I can't fucking remember. Yeah, that was the one when Chapu had his stellar play at the very end of the game that led to the power play right right no i think it was a different game oh no kidding oh i think it was their. i don't remember (laughs) i shouldn't have brought it up but that was the only other time because i remember afterwards going look at him smiling he just had he just had had what i thought was not the greatest game that he could have had and he's still so i'm okay that's why i remember okay cool cool um, drastic change of course. Uh, the Laval Rocket won their game uh, tonight against the Binghamton, oh Binghamton Devils, God. whom used to Yay. be the Albany Devils. <sighs> what? I just want hockey Have back you, in Albany. Do you like them? Well, oh, yeah, yeah. Well, the Al- if the yeah. Albany Devils are here, I could just I could drive. I could be coming back home from the game right now and recording now. <laughs> and we'd still have stuff to we still have time. So 
congratulations to the Rocket. I believe this would be the first game that uh, Michael Chaput, uh would be playing in. But I don't, but I don't have any because oh yeah, uh, other news. Uh, Chaput, uh placed on waivers, not claimed. Thank God, and placed in the Laval Rocket. So now it is Joel Joel Bouchard's job to whip that boy into shape. Yeah. Yay. And uh, that's all I have to say on the matter. Hey, did we talk about, um, have we talked about um, Thompson? Oh, no. He, um, oh, yeah, the fourth line. Ah, yeah. the new yeah. fourth line, which we didn't get to see. How was Thompson, Weiss, and Delorier, right? Yep. Okay. Um, Weiss got a penalty for, um, what did he do? He high-sticked Yannick Weber. That was nothing. <laughs> I know, but it was so funny because that's <laughs> Carrie Price's future brother-in-law yeah that's true. <laughs> oh yeah that's but right that, Good I call. Think that, that was the play where the ref wouldn't get out of the fucking and we was just trying to get to the puck yeah i was really irritated by that ref um i'm not i'm not saying that we did not take a penalty but i was really irritated by that ref at that moment um but yeah the fourth line i thought i thought uh, they look not bad for a fourth line that's playing together for the first time. Yeah, especially. And Thompson, Thompson's got wheels. No kitten. Yeah. I don't know who said that he was shit, but they were wrong. No. They were just straight up wrong. Everything that I heard about him, which I mean wasn't a whole lot, but everything I heard about him when the trade happened was that he was fast also. Oh, oh really? Just on Twitter, just a couple people okay. mentioned well, it on Twitter. I thought it was Weese who was the fast one, that that was the sort of, um, what's it called? Evaluation. But yes, you're right, Beth. I can't recall if he was exactly slow, but I did hear, I did see from several people that he was not good. He's a bad player. He's bad, mm-hmm. quote unquote. And um, it was funny because after the game, um, they were talking to Claude Julian and his, in his post-game remarks, he said they were talking about Thompson and what did they think of Nate? And he said, I thought Nate was great. Um, you know, we had Nate sort of, we evaluated Nate a little bit differently than those pieces of paper that you guys all have. <laughs> so I thought, yeah, I thought that was a pretty good burn. It didn't come out. It didn't come out. It came out kind of awkwardly, the language that he was using, like those papers you have, what they've, what they've given you or something like that. But it's the, the gist of it is that those spreadsheets that you boys were given, we see things differently than that. So I thought that was a pretty good burn. <laughs> <laughs> and Nate is pretty happy to be a hab. You Who can tell just from his... Wouldn't be. Nate, yeah, well, and he, he took longer than Dale Weiss to change his uh, social media profile. <laughs> To everything Habs. Honestly. <laughs> the, at least took like five fucking days. Right? Yeah, no. The the second Thompson was traded, it's kind of funny because, you know, we're all, <laughs> we're all Twitter heads here. So we're all like all over the social media of anybody that uh, that gets traded to the Habs. And not like like minutes after Nate found out that he was a Hab, boom, he has a Habs banner. Boom. Player for the Montreal Canadiens. Boom. Et cetera, this and the other thing. And it's just, it's like, okay, this guy wants to be here. And that alone, that's great. You know, if the guy's like a mediocre player, it doesn't matter. If you have the heart to play for a team that you love, that matters a whole lot more than, you know, it can matter a whole lot more than the skill. You need heart and skill and both, 
yes. workout. And we've been seeing that in, you know, tons of that this season all throughout. Yeah. Um, you know, we've mentioned it several times now, but the culture, the culture thing is, is a really big deal. So Definitely. I'm glad that they are following through with that. Absolutely. And attitude. Yeah. Hashtag. Attitude. Yes. Dude. And like today, among all the other things that were going on, there were a lot of people talking about rumored trade targets, different ones. And oh, I didn't say yeah. anything, but I was just like, they're not going to fit in with what Claude and Mark are doing. They're not going to fit in with what they've cultivated in the locker room. They're they're not going to fit in with the mood that has been set by this team. But. Yeah. And it was interesting. I heard Sean Campbell, who I've mentioned before, is one of my favorites. He hi, was Sean. talking about... <laughs> hi, I hope you're listening. Um, he was saying this week uh, along the same lines of, of what we discussed previously and that he likes that... that he he thinks that n not removing any pieces, like what they did, they got Weiss, they got Thompson, they got Folin, and they haven't removed anybody from the rock. You know, like they lost Agostino, um, Chapu uh, got sent down. So, but he wasn't like a roster player. They, like none of the regulars were taken away from this team, and the, and I like to think that that's considered important by the GM because it is. You know, like after everything that they've accomplished this year, despite the fact that they were supposed to be um, terrible and in last place, and uh, you know, lottery team, et cetera, et cetera. The, um, they've accomplished a lot this year. They're in well, they're in in a wild card spot now but they're pretty high up there and they can hang with really good teams and so to have an element of that removed for the sake of the tr trade deadline and all of that stuff it would hurt and he hasn't done that and he he did tweak the fourth line which by the way all of the whinging over a fourth line this week is just like just a bit too, too much although if you if if you're whining about the fourth line like that, that's your worst problem I, I guess that's not so bad but uh, anyway he was able to make those little tweaks and bring in those players and he got uh he got Nate Thompson for nothing and he yes. also got a pick back yes he gave up a pick and he got a player and a pick yeah. yeah, there's there's actually a lot to unpack when we want to talk about the the details of the, of the trade with uh, Nate Thompson and Dale Weiss. Well, wait. Yeah. I mean, because well, with, that was a different one. Weiss well, and well, because getting were the other ones. Getting Weiss back, um, that was for oh yeah, the the other part of the Weiss trade. Wait, we probably already talked about this last week because the whole <laughs> yeah, thing. Yeah, we no, did. Yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna talk about it again. Goddamn it! So the whole thing with the Weiss <laughs> trade is that it completely negates, for the most part, what we had to give up to get Philip to know. Yeah. I mean yeah. everything. Well, every getting Weissman. Yeah, Fleisch. Oh yeah. So we gave up Fleischman. Oh well, and we gave up somebody else. 
so Fleischman and Weiss went to Chicago for the yes. pick that turned out to be Romanov and Philip Deno. Yeah. And we've got Deno, Romanov, and Weiss, and Fleischman's not in the NHL anymore. Right. So that was a complete profit. <laughs> like an absolute <laughs> profit. Made Chicago look like a bunch of fools, essentially. They are. So there's that aspect to it. And then the whole Nate Thompson thing, the the pick management there is excellent because, as people have said ad nauseum on Twitter, it's that the Habs drop maybe, what, 10 or 15 slots in the draft in, like, the fourth or fifth round? It's like, oh, well, at that point, if you got a guy guy that can play, well, there you go. Awesome. And then – don't forget the other thing about Nate Thompson is that for some silly reason, he had his, uh, he had Montreal listed on his no trade. <laughs> like I'm not going there. And then he waived it when he had the opportunity to go there. And, and you can tell, I mean, obviously it's a shit show in LA, but um, yeah, the Montreal is where he wanted to go and he couldn't be happier. And he, he waived it. He I mean, waved that clause. I can't imagine hating playing with Sherback so much that you wave <laughs> your no trade Sherback, clause. Sherback's not with the Kings. Wow. Wait, I didn't. He's wait. in the OHL. Yeah. Oh, he went down, down. Yeah. In an earlier round. Sherwood, go down, down swing it. I'll be another one <laughs> with a bullet. With a bullet. A loading gun cock. A bullet. Cut trigger, we're going down by Fallout Boy. Fallout Boy. Oh man, you didn't live through the emo <gasps> years, Veronica. And I'm not talking about the no. Cure emo. I'm talking about like fucking pop emo here. 2007. Damn straight. What? 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 Anyway. Exactly. I was thinking about that earlier. I was thinking about that actually today, and I don't remember why. What, pop punk? Uh, uh, like, shower thoughts. No. Um, <laughs> um, sure. The, all of the insanity. Remember how everybody lost their mind with outrage when, um, what's his name now? Sea Catch? Oh, yeah. For Devante Smith Pelly. Everybody lost their minds. Where is he now? Sure. People became uh, unreasonable apoplectic. when he left. Apoplectic <laughs> over, I guess, not getting anything back. But anybody who thinks that the GM didn't try to get something back for him is insane. Yep. And look what happened. He scored one goal with LA. And whatever it is that obviously the scouts and Joel Bouchard saw in Sherback was eventually, uh, I guess they arrived at the same conclusion in LA because he was, he was with the club for not very, I want to say less than 10 games. And then they sent him down and that's where he is. And people lose their minds over, over, over shit like this. They want to, they did the same thing when Rafael Diaz went, uh, was traded for Dale Weiss. Oh boy! Do you guys remember that? Here we go. Like Rafael Diaz. That is a. Uh... <laughs> and then it became this whole ego thing about having to be right about being so angry about the Weiss trade, and it's just like calm yourselves. 
you the players are who the players are and that you you have who you have like what you have no control over it so and and especially all of the bitching about Sherback um I guess the 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 notion there was that Sherback deserved an uh, an opportunity over Delorier who's a lot of people's favorite whipping boy and uh it's just like why like he he, he he went over there and did nothing. So yep. now you look dumb. Yeah, Rafael Diaz. He's doing something else. Hello, that's a name. I mean, that's uh, that that yeah. that's etched deeply into statistics Twitter for reasons. Yeah. Of a particular person. Anyway, I just got a <laughs> I just got a notification on uh, the NHL app saying that the Rangers have defeated the Sabres, which is good for the standings yeah. in regards to the Habs. Yes. Six to two. Jesus Christ. Holy cow. Good job, Rags. Of which I will be seeing the Habs and Rangers March first at MSG, which is kinda cool because I've never been at MSG for a hockey game. And I'm looking forward That's to that. Cool. Yeah. I'm looking it's forward an to that. Old- building isn't it it's okay so when it comes to msg i want to say yes but only a tentative yes because this is like the third msg that's been built oh okay yeah so i mean granted it's the most famous uh arena in the world apparently for whatever reason stupid but um (laughs) yeah it'll be cool seeing a hockey game there i'm i'm excited what yeah. did, did you have to sell your soul for tickets? No, I know people, and people know oh. me, and they like me. <laughs> no, what is is that? Um, I have a I have a good friend Augie, whom I grew up. Uh, his real name's August. We call him Augie. Yeah, I have a friend, and her son's name is August, and I call him Augie. Oh, nice, nice. One of the refs. That's adorable. One of the refs on my on my beer league team. My you know my name's OJ. He calls me Augie. I'm like, nah, man. <laughs> Okay, but for the longest time, I thought, like, your name was pronounced, like, the tool. So I would have called you Augie, too. Augur, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, funny enough, growing up, everyone used to call me Osier. <laughs> wow. Oh, you before Hosier. But, right, anyway. Good musician. Anyway. <laughs> Moving okay, on from mind. that crazy idea. <laughs> no, no, no. So, um... <laughs> No, no. Uh, so, so my buddy Augie, he suddenly got really into hockey, and uh, he picked Rangers as his team like last year, and he bought like one of those quarter season ticket packages. So he has, oh, so, nice. so he can go to like twenty games and whatnot. And uh, he, one of the games that he wants to go to is the Habs Rangers game. He's like, "Hey, Dave, you want to watch the Rangers beat the Habs?" Huh, That's huh, awesome. Huh, huh. I'm like. No, I'm gonna watch the Habs decimate you and your stupid king on his stupid tower <laughs> at home. So we're gonna see about this, goddammit. But it'll be cool because the Rangers and the Habs yeah. they have, you know, history. Oh yeah. So it's gonna be quite a game. But no, it's super cool of Augie, really helpful of it, and um it's it's actually not I mean Veronica and Beth and everyone else that listens, you know, tickets at the Bell Center are pretty expensive. MSG also rather expensive, but these particular ones weren't, you know, not like sawing my arm off to go to the game. Yeah, okay. but it's all good. Yeah. So these Roger, reasonable. Here's Arena. The tickets, the tickets here in Vancouver are are uh, uh, they're completely unreasonable. Really? Uh yes. No kidding. Funny. Like story. remember, Dave, when you were telling when you were telling us in Montreal about how expensive the tickets were at MSG and how much, you know, it was to go and watch a game of hockey there, my boyfriend and I were looking at each other like, uh, that sounds normal. 
Like that's mm. that's mm. as expensive as it is in Vancouver, but M- Vancouver is also prohibitively expensive. Like just an expensive city. Well, yeah. And one can say also New York City, very expensive city. Yes, it's on par. It's so, that same understandable. Same sort of. Mm-hmm. Conversely, um, so right, I'm going to that Rangers game. I'm also kind of off the cuff. I forgot that the Habs are going to Jersey again. Uh, the Monday before the Rangers game, it's like uh, February 25th or something like that. So I'll be going to that game as well. Nosebleed seats for that, fifteen bucks. Sure, what? I might go to that game. Yep, fifteen dollars. I bought two tickets just in case someone wants to come along. Forty bucks after taxes. What the fuck? Wait, what day of the week is that? Monday. Oh, damn it. I can't go. Is it? Now, granted, the Devils isn't... are also terrible this year, but... And isn't that rink in, like, a really horrible place? Yeah, so, nor... Okay, I probably... I... We're revisiting a lot of old topics. Uh, <laughs> uh, Newark is a hole. It is a dump. And then they have this gorgeous <laughs> rink, like in the middle of the slums, essentially. It is a, oh. it is a awful, awful, terrible, disgusting, it low, smelly, <laughs> dirty, smoky, apocalyptic. But the rink is nice. Oh, oh isn't gorgeous. that the rink where they've got the fucking car in in like inside? That is Barclays. That's uh, oh. the Barclays Center. That's in Long Island, which is a terrible rink. Long Island. Long Island. This is nostalgia hour. This it is. This is a nostalgia podcast. It is a little bit. <laughs> Throwback Thursday. No, well, it's too bad, too, because we only have the one game to talk about. So, And I think, you know, yeah, the Habs lost, unfortunately. and uh, But they get to the keep their 69 points. Nice. 69. Nice. It's nice. Nice. Um. So yeah, um, thank you know, thank God uh, I'm able to see the Habs uh, twice more before the season ends, and uh, that'll be really. You're cool. very fortunate. Very fortunate. Well, you know, again, <laughs> I can just go to Newark. I can go to New York City. It's not like a huge, yeah. huge trip. So, and thank God the Jersey is so bad that the tickets are super cheap. Yeah. Yeah. Fifteen bucks. I was like, what? Bye. You know what I was thinking of doing? What were you next thinking of doing next season? Here, oh, I was thinking uh-huh. that I might do not a road trip, but a trip <gasps> to Florida. Oh, for for well, uh, to at least the Panthers game, right? Because those tickets they probably pay you to get in. So, <laughs> right? if you have a chance to go to Amelie and can find reasonable tickets, I recommend going. To see, see them play yeah. Tampa. Yeah. So, Veronica. I was considering that. Okay. That's a good thing to consider because <laughs> where, where where is the rink in, in... Except I don't want to go during hurricane season. Well, uh, whatever. Hurricanes. <laughs> America, <laughs> Hurricane come on. season is hockey season. So, okay. yeah. a, a direct... Oh, no, no, no. It's June to November. Sorry. I think. Oh, that's not bad. Yeah. So okay. So just go after the beginning of hockey season. Right? Where okay. where where is the Panthers Arena? It's in Sunrise. Sunrise. Is that we've we've talked. That's the <laughs> <laughs> It's in Sunshine. We're just recycling. Just recycling. 
We yeah, are good. All our old topics. Well, no, it's, it's funny you mention that because we might, if this comes to pass, Albany has special direct flights to Miami. <gasps> Welcome to Miami. Miami. Yes. Milo a Miami. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> Anyways, yes, that's something. So you let me we know. We could all go. And I could easily get a plane yes! ticket down there. And I know people, some of my Canadian relatives have a place in Florida somewhere. I'll find them. And isn't I'm... Florida, isn't it? Just... Huh? It's all close together. Florida, isn't it all just close together? No. Uh, it's yeah. kind of, it is a big state. It's, a, it's a big state. I'm just trying yeah. to be funny. It's yeah. a oh, weird state. <laughs> no, the funny thing about no, Florida. The funny, funny thing about Florida is that it's where New Yorkers go to retire. So there's a bunch of old New Yorkers that and live down there. Canadians. And Canadians. Yeah, when I went when I went to the hockey game there, there were Ontario and Quebec license plates everywhere at the stadium. That's funny. Yeah. It's I'm laughing. Probably a really cool drive. Ha, 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 ha. No, yeah. driving in Florida is a nightmare. You know what? Everybody said that. I took my kids down to um, Harry Potter, the amazing wizarding world of Harry Potter. We could go to Disney uh, World. Fat. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I I took, I just used the navigation on my phone, and we rented um, an SUV one day, me and my two little ones. And I'm we so excited. drove all the way from Orlando to Hollywood Beach, I think it was. Okay. And um, it was about an hour's drive. And I was actually, I guess the drivers in Vancouver are so horribly uh, irritating that I found that driving in Florida, at least people in Florida know what a passing lane is <laughs> and know if you're what lane to drive in if you're being slow and all of that so yeah i i didn't have any complaints about florida drivers like everybody had been warning me and i was like i it was easy compared to vancouver in vancouver you have to drive very defensively you cannot be on autopilot because nobody knows what they're doing wow sorry wow it's true i have to um i'm going to speak to my mother about this and she's not (laughs) going to enjoy anything you just said <laughs> Does she think that they're bad in Florida? Every driver is bad except her. No, she but said compared to Van- oh, it's so funny because sometimes my mother calls me from Vegas, and she's usually driving home from work, so she has her Bluetooth in. And every other like three minutes, she's always like that motherfucker. <laughs> That's where you get it from. Oh, my mother when she oh, yeah. when she gets on a tangent, I'm like, hi mom. <laughs> <laughs> I learned so much from my mother. <laughs> oh my lord yeah but um you see what i call people when i'm behind the wheel oh i can't wait because they're just stupid so stupid. how did you get your license yeah stupid <laughs> anyway mm-hmm. yeah so yeah I, yeah i would do that because compared to the uh, what Hockey tickets cost up here, although I would imagine that Habs tickets probably go for more. Well, that's what I thought with Jersey. (laughs) I'm like, hey, Habs are in town. Doesn't fucking matter. No, I can. I'm sure. I'm sure it'll be very, very affordable economically. Economic at that point, actually. 
So that'd be cool. Even with all the snowbirds down there. So we'll figure that out. So yeah, make sure you keep Beth and I in the know and yeah. yes. get some shit together. I'll have a look at the schedule when it comes the schedule next season. The schedule. Yeah. Excellent. Yeah, and I want to come to Vancouver with for the a game, so I'm gonna look at that. Yes. Oh. We're going together. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. Um, so Habs news, what else do we have going on here? Uh, some cool things that happened during the week. Uh, Jacques Plant was, fi- was a, uh, feature on the Google Canada homepage. They had a doodle. That was so cool. They had a doodle about him. I didn't get to see that because I have Google America and it was like, whatever. And I just saw, I saw the screenshot. Yeah. Yep. That was pretty it. was about the it. first goalie mask. Yes. Oh, mm-hmm. cool. I was wondering what yeah. the whole deal was. So. Yeah. Excellent. Mm-hmm. So that was really cool. Um, some other like Habs Freddy news. Freddy Krueger. Yeah. Um, no, not Freddy Krueger. Jason. Sort of. Right? Jason. Jason. Kaden yeah. uh, Primo. Lecter. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I was just about to get to that. So take it oh, away, I'm Beth. sorry. No, no. Take oh. it. Uh, is, am I saying his last name right? I always. I think yeah, it's, it's guess Primo. 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 Kaden uh, Primo and the Northeastern... Um, it's actually Premio. My bad. <laughs> the no. uh, Northeastern <sighs> University Huskies won it's, the it's Bean not. Pot Tournament. Whatever. Um, okay. What? Pause. What? Why did you say what? Pause. Oh yeah. I was I was still what? arguing with with Veronica. Oh. What was... is the Bean Pot? <laughs> it's a competition among the four Division One hockey programs in Boston. What? Because they're this Bean Town. This is in Boston. It was all Boston. Ugh. So I'm guessing it was so Northeastern Harvard. <laughs> Does it say uh, what the other schools were? No. Nah, screw it. Oh, but yes, between the four Division One hockey programs in Boston, this is the first time the Huskies have won since 1988. Ooh, that's quite a streak. Good for them. Mm-hmm. Northeastern. Mm-hmm. Well, that's really cool. So, congratulations yeah, to not uh, a bad... again uh, Habs prospects making themselves very well known in the world. Yeah. Uh, Primo, he was um, he was he played for Team USA, right? Yeah, he um, he, yeah. yes, yeah, he was the netminder for some Got of the games. One game. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know if he was like starter for them. Well, he, regardless, he was on the damn team, so good for him. Uh, okay, yeah, exactly. We already spoke about Shepu. We already spoke about Shippy. And, uh... Oh, yeah, happy Valentine's Day, everybody. Sort of. Happy <laughs> Valentine's. Happy Valentine's. I was thinking... <laughs> what my kids used to say, happy Valentine's. Uh, oh, I remember yeah. yesterday, because it was Valentine's yesterday. And I completely forgot until about the middle of the day. But of the morning I should say but I remembered one time I had I had a little valentine um in my house when my kids were little and it was left out and it was um on red construction paper and a pink heart and it said to ma from your secret admirer (laughs) oh I have a secret admirer who calls me mommy that's so cute (laughs) so it's one of two people it was so cute Oh, they grow so fast. Anyway, yeah, it used to be so Happy cute. Valentine's. They, yeah, we all we all used to be so cute, except Beth, who's still cute. Yes. Oh, you're too Beth sweet. Beth is still cute. 
Oh, thank you. So can confirm. Yeah. Dave, don't don't <laughs> say that. People are gonna think things. <sighs> yeah. Say that I'm ugly and horrible. <laughs> nope. Funny like story, <laughs> actually. I'm gonna call out uh Jess Habs here, you know, our very famous oh. Shea Weber lover. She uh messaged me earlier today, like just a few hours ago. And she said, and I'm sorry I'm putting this out there. She's probably going to be super embarrassed, but it's going to happen anyway. So I'm going to say this verbatim. Yo, what the hell? I took a nap and just woke up from it, and I had the weirdest dream, and you were in it. Bunch of faces. Now, disclaimer, this is safe for work. She goes on to say, I Snapchatted Veronica, and she was like, I'm at David's wedding, and she snapped me a video of you getting married. And I was like... What? <laughs> was it Beth? No, she didn't remember. She didn't remember. Oh. I just I just hoped, I, I said that I hoped it was a party because that's what weddings are for. And it, it was all that stuff. And I, and I offered to invite her to the wedding whenever it happens. And I just I just thought that was funny. That's so, so she doesn't have to learn on Snapchat. So Jess has. Oh, yeah, Veronica, you don't use Snapchat, do you? I have Snapchat. My uh, daughter made me get it once, uh -oh. and I don't know what to do with I don't know. <laughs> I'm very, yeah, Snapchat to me, I don't even, I, I don't used to use it a lot more, get it. but I'm kind of like, now, it, it was all about, like, the stories with Snapchat. Now I do all the stories on Instagram for some reason. Yeah. I think those are more accessible, I suppose. I don't know. I think they're more fun on Instagram, honestly. And I feel like, my, like, my, my daughter... And her friends use it a lot. They have these, oh, shit, what are they called? These, like, snap contests where they have a to snap, snap each other every day. Yes, yeah, a, streak. a streak. That's, that's very... So they send each other pictures, but then the pictures Stressful. expire. Like, they vanish. Like, yeah, I just, I don't know. Maybe I'm too old for that shit. No. So, yes, I do have Snapchat, but if any... Somebody snaps me, I, I'm not going to know what to do. So. <laughs> <laughs> and also, I, I, I wanted to claim my username. I like to claim my username on as many platforms as possible. Yes, that go. is very smart to do. Yep. So that's good. So nobody can pretend to be you. That's yeah. Somebody right. pretended to be me. When? On How? Like five or six years ago. Like when Twitter was... Uh, fairly new, not fairly new, but it was sort of catching steam. Right. There was somebody on there that wasn't using like my chile underscore pepper handle, but they, they were using my first name and my for former married name, which was also a very um, uncommon name. Well, that's and sketchy. And, yeah, it was really sketchy. And I reported them, like, they were following me, my real account, and a bunch of other, like, not Habs-related, but, some like, it was just weird. It was somebody, obviously, who knew me when I was married years ago. Um, but it was just weird. And I reported them to Twitter, and they said, there's nothing we can do about it. And at the time, um, wow, I tried to not get my account verified, but have some sort of thing that would say, this is me and I'm not that other person. And I called them out a few times, but yeah. yeah. Isn't that weird? Who the fuck would do that? Get a life. Anyway, yeah, it is. That was very interesting. 
was mm. very disturbing. I don't yeah. know why we were talking. It's okay. About that. Oh, usernames. Yeah, usernames and Snapchat. But um, we mm -hmm. are also at the end of the episode, unfortunately. Oh. Oh. So we have to go. <laughs> and so we've got a big game tomorrow in Tempo. Oh Tempo. yeah, big big statement game as usual, as it happens yes. with the halves. I have a family oh. thing, and so I hope I can watch. And winning against Tampa is that would be great because I mean the the Habs were on their friggin' heels, not chewing their butts, but on their friggin' heels. <laughs> the last time they met, what well, what was the score like five to four or six oh, to five or something? That game was going to overtime. That game was going to overtime. It should have. Yeah. Oh, did it? And no, it didn't. Oh well. No, it didn't. Lost in regulation. Damn. Oh, that's also the start of a back-to-back so, -back against the Panthers. Yeah. So it's Tampa. Uh, Saturday, yes, Panthers Sunday. This time we're playing Tampa first. Correct. Yeah. Awesome. Ah. What is that? Is that a dolphin? Oh no, it's the party downstairs. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> That's like a dolphin. <laughs> Somebody's just excited and making noise. <laughs> Are you sure it's not a dolphin? If there's a dolphin, I will post pictures. Because that would be awesome. Dolphins are pretty cool. Veronica, when we meet up in Florida, we have to go dolphin We should do that in Florida. Yes. And make sure it's not like South Park. I've got to catch up on my South Park. Oh, my God. I am so close to being done with that show. I finally got to, like, the election, you know, with Trump and all that stuff. And it's so... God Ooh. damn funny. <laughs> <laughs> you're not gonna bomb Denmark. You're just, a, you're just you're just a you're just a pansy. He's like, oh yeah, well, I'm gonna bomb Denmark. Bomb Denmark, <laughs> and then just and it's like, oh, you don't want to do that. It's so funny. That's frightening. I love so realistic. South Park so much. Anyway, <laughs> the episode I was talking about with the dolphins is the one when Stan's family and Randy and all those guys go to pet dolphins. Then all the Japanese people come by. They're like, God damn it, dolphin. And they kill them all because they thought that dolphins and whales were driving the Enola Gay during World War II when the atomic bombs were dropped. <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> but so funny. And they also tied it in with the with the whale hunter thing on discovery channel about guys that are like we have to stop all the illegal whale hunting and then that guy ended up being a scumbag using all his listeners to get money off of profits it's so crazy and i love it <laughs> anyway that's it for the happy hour uh thank you for listening everybody and we're going to go now thanks for listening thank you <laughs> yeah bye guys bye Oh, good. So, I just, I just had a awesome. That's very cool. Okay. We have to go pick up the